0: That's always good when you start off with a laugh. Science, it's great. Pregnant, uh, young girl, teen, doesn't know how to tell her parents. <laughs>
1: Movie Freaks! Edward Furlong's in it too. <laughs> I am freaking hopeless. Oh, oh, oh wow. Movie Freaks! <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Movie
0: Freaks, the only podcast on the net that the only thing we're offended by is when you don't tell us about good movies. <clears throat> Uh, And we have an exciting show. Uh, Eh, we'll see. Uh, We got uh, (laughs) roulette. I don't want to get expectations too high. Yeah. We'll have a uh, roulette. uh, Next edition of our top 100, which will be number 70 through 61. That's going to be very interesting. Oh, Uh, yeah. And recently watched, which we have some surprises, and you and me are going to fight. Oh, Uh, oh, interesting. Interesting. about a movie you recommended that's oh. okay
1: yeah and, and I'm usually for for me the uh, the top 100 are my favorite episodes because I love talking about the, the top 100 but I have a couple movies um, that I've just recently watched that I'm so looking forward to talking about that it, they almost almost eclipse talking about the top 100 so <laughs> we'll see how that goes down
0: oh yeah I've got some I definitely can't wait to talk about both great and atrocious um, With recently watched with recently mm. watched yes um and then yeah top 100 this i mean just today i was putting together this uh 10 from 70 to 61 and it was oh boy it it's getting hard now mm-hmm. it's getting really difficult and it, i was it was so funny how like i kind of put my little pieces of paper out there and i pull them out and uh i kind of just weed down 10 of the worst and then mm-hmm. that's the next round. And then I organized those ten. And it was, I had to laugh because this ten that I pulled out kind of have a little theme running through them. Which is probably why they fell to where they did. But we'll get to that in a minute. First up is the roulette. And last week we had at Kickboxer 3, The Art of War versus El Gringo.
1: <laughs> Whee. A.K.A. The, the Gringo, I guess. Yeah the gringo.
0: So, anyway, we were all psyched up from our last episode because we had two that we were both like thumbs up, gung-ho, gems in the rough, let's keep going with the blind. And then we stumbled into (sighs) Kickboxer 3, The Art of War. My God. I guess I'll just go first. Yeah, go for it. Let me bring this up. Um... I would like to give my reviews in order uh, because since I'm watching Kickboxer, of course, I have to go watch Kickboxer 1 and 2.
1: So, you did rewatch uh, the, the Van Damme one?
0: I rewatched 1 and 2 before I got the 3, yeah. I, I had seen them, but it had been many years. Okay. Uh, I'll do that, but I'll save those glorious reviews for uh, recently watched. Um, in the meantime. Kickboxer three The Art of War from nineteen ninety two. Kickboxing champion David Sloan and his trainer Zion raced to rescue a kidnapped girl from the clutches of a sex slave trader. And I can't really talk about it too much without talking about parts one and two. A little bit, but um this one uh, Sasha Mitchell. Ugh.
1: He's the guy from part two, correct?
0: Yes, he's the guy from Part Two and Three and Four,
1: Ugh. and
0: and he was in a show after this. Uh, yeah, after Kickboxer Two and Three and Four, he didn't make Kickboxer Five, and then he did some TV, and then nothing. That would be it. <laughs> and one of the TV things he did was uh, Step by Step. I do you remember that show off the bat? A nineties sitcom,
1: early nineties. Oh, sounds like a family uh, show your type. Your family
0: get together with my family and our families combined. We got a ton of kids. One of those shows. If it's you a- if you watched half an episode, you'd remember it. I'm okay. sure of it. Yeah. Uh, but he was the doofus older brother, Bonehead, the the Oh uh, what, what what am I trying to think of? Uh the what was the Keanu Reeves time travel movie from the 80s? Bill and, Bill and Ted. He he was the Bill and Ted guy. Like, he, I'm the doofy surf surfer dude. Ah. <laughs> well, and he starts to slip into that role in part three a little bit. He, I mean, I don't know what, what, where the time stream crosses of when the show started, when this movie was made, but because I couldn't bring myself to go look for it. Huge thumbs down on this. I, even as a bad movie, not enjoyable. Um, just painful to get through. Uh, we'll so we'll it's, get into it's it.
1: Not, it's not American Ninja bad cool. It's No, no,
0: no. Uh, what do we got? Oh, tagline. In the world's deadliest contest, there can only be one sur- winner and only one survivor dun 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 and a movie called kickboxer and him on the cover with a machine gun like grunting doing a chuck norris thing i'm like it's kickboxer why do you have a gun (laughs) yes halfway through this movie they just say screw the kickboxing grab guns and go shoot people and this is the uh, uh this movie starts off with our hero on a flight to brazil on an airplane in bright red overalls with
1: no shirt Oh, I almost spit my drink out. That's great. It's as great that you watch that and not me. <laughs> as far,
0: I mean, it was funny, but as as far as like where this falls in the pantheon of kickboxer movies, this is Rambo three. This uh, they try and throw in some humor and bad action, and they, they carry over all of the negative traits of part one and two, which I'll get into later. Um, ugh what 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 a chore anyway okay i'm sure everyone out there is just completely shocked and appalled that kickboxer 3 <laughs> the art of war starring <laughs> sasha mitchell was a complete piece of shit but...
1: Ugh. okay well no that rage. will lead that will re- lead into mine el gringo so okay a couple pluses for this movie one scott atkins is in this and scott atkins i have been a big fan of ever since uh ninja he isn't yeah. the greatest actor, but the guy it can whip ass, uh, and he's—he I mean, is really, really, really good at whipping ass. And uh, um, this one here, it starts out, and I'm like, oh, okay, all right. This is a uh, was it an after dark horror picture, or a afternoon or was it a castle? I do It was one of those where it's like, like uh, I want to say it was castle, but that doesn't seem right. Anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> that's, sound it sounds, that's, it, I mean, would it, did it have any horror elements? I thought, they no, were no, 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 not at all. Well, just kind of, you know, kind of like, um, what was the one British mob movie that was an after dark or not after dark, but it was a castle movie. Remember oh, that one? No, I don't one? know. No, I don't G- know. What was... Gerard Butler was the main star rock and roll. Oh, I didn't know that was, was a, that, that was a dark castle movie. Yeah. That so one... they've
0: spread their wings a little bit. I, didn't, yeah. I thought that they existed solely to put out one horror movie every I know, Halloween. me too.
1: But yeah, but Rock and Roll was that production company, and I think that this one may have been too. And uh, I, I, So the maybe way,
0: they saw that their production model was stupid, or yes, they weren't yeah. producing good enough quality. They're yeah. like, we've got to spread our wings a little bit and make some...
1: <laughs> well, then out they churn this thing. Um, and uh, this is <laughs> this is every bad cliche of uh a man in the in, a a man misplaced in another country with the oh,
0: that also is kickboxer 3 because that for that movie he went to brazil
1: yeah yeah so for, here he's for whatever
0: in, reason and yeah. stopped a sex slave yeah. ring or something. yeah
1: here he's he's and it's the whole MacGuffin thing where he's holding the the bag that you you know you know there's money in it but you don't know why and as the you know people are after him for the bag and then the bag gets stolen and he gets it back here's my biggest gripe about the movie this is literally uh, El Mariachi remade for 2015 and not good um, it, it literally it feels almost, I don't want to say shot for shot but it is the entire blueprint of El Mariachi is this with mm-hmm. a little bit of Mel Gibson's uh, the gringo, get the gringo thrown in there and Scott Atkins doesn't Kick near enough ass like he should. When he does, it's great. But um, you know those movies that are—is um, he over... trying to be dramatic or something? And not... oh no, no, he's trying to be the over-dramatic but comedic guy. So that... oh yeah, so he's kind of funny in this one, which doesn't work at all. But you know those movies that, especially nowadays, with all the uh, flashy editing software, where everything is overproduced, like, like. Everything is saturated too much. Michael Bay does this, but it works for Michael Bay. It doesn't work for this. Everything is, like, way overproduced, and they're trying to do the cool Guy Ritchie shots, and I hated it. Um, Now, having said that, you might want to give it a shot just because... It's a silly knockoff of El Mariachi, and... Uh, uh, I don't know about
0: all that. <laughs> did, I, did I mention that I've watched, like, four kickboxer movies this week? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty full up on my shit yeah. action. Yeah. yeah,
1: but just even, like, the, the, uh, the credits, I'm like, oh, you're doing the flashy credits, and after, I'm like, oh, it's just... You have a cool editing program that you're doing this on, and it, you can tell that they're, they think that this is really cool. Hey, let's put tone over the whole movie. Yeah, well, that's in Mexico. That's we're in what Mexico do in and traffic. Yeah, yeah they
0: did yes. that in traffic, so therefore, that's you know good. Yes,
1: yeah, but um, <laughs> come on, Scott Atkins, you. Ah. You're better than this. I mean, at least... Not ag- really.
0: I mean, most of it... Uh, don't get me wrong. I love the guy, but most of what he does is uh, high-class direct-to-video action. Yeah. And occasionally he gets a an, uh, an upper out of his pay grade role, which would be like Expendables 2.
1: Yeah, he was in Expendables uh, 2. Yep. He, don't get me wrong.
0: I agree with you. He absolutely deserves to be uh, moving up the ranks. Yeah. Uh, he should be, you know, but that's that's the state of action that we're in right now.
1: Yeah. It is. Yeah, and cuz I I think that with a little bit of work, I think that he could probably improve his acting even a little bit more and he could be a he could be a good action star. Um but anyway, that's we've wasted way too much time on El Gringo and Yeah,
0: you're right. We need to quit spending so much time on these crappy movies and move yeah. on. Uh okay. Next round, we're doing another blind, God help us all, yeah. and we're limiting the uh, picks to five, for, I think, probably from now on, on the roulette, just yep. that should uh, streamline things a little bit more, we're not spending all day just describing yeah. movies. Okay, first up for you, from 2014, uh, Rosewater. While in Iran to cover the 2009 elections, journalist Mazihir Bahari is detained and brutally interrogated after Iranian forces accuse him of spying. I add this one because it stars a great actor in Gail uh, Garcia Barnell and first-time director in John Stewart. Yeah. On The Daily Show. Didn't know if you knew that. Uh, I assumed you probably did because you're a fan. Hold on. Uh, okay, next up from 2012 is Dragon Eyes. Mm -hmm. And I will love to tell you about that movie. There we go. Uh, I figured since you threw me uh, Kickboxer 3, a crappy sequel to a crappy sequel of a crappy Van Damme movie, that I would send you a Van Damme movie from 2012. Let's see what the guy's up to. Yay! A newcomer <laughs> with superior martial arts skills steps in to help the terrorized... Who cares? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, Peter Weller, directed by John Hams.
1: Okay. Maybe something. Um, you know, John Hams, is he... Um, this might be a dumb question. That's what I is wonder. It, no, Peter Hams' brother? Th- that's, that?
0: what I, that's why I said that. Is he? I... Maybe you can look that up while I'm reading off. The you know next. what?
1: Yeah, I'm going okay. to actually quick look that up.
0: John, that's, that's why I mentioned it. Okay, um, but anyway, I threw that one to you because a lot of the stuff I've got on... This list is just bizarro, by the way. I know I always say that, but it really is all over the map this time. It's a lot of uh, drama, probably too long, probably bad, and really bad movies. So you get to take your... Pick your poison. Yeah. Uh, next is the Pope of Greenwich Village. I'm throwing that one back on there because you seemed interested in mm-hmm. it. and I haven't had time to get to it. Two hours, 1984. Uh, we talked about it a lot before. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, which one do I want to do next? Because the next two are <laughs> interesting. Um, hold on. Let me bring this up here. Okay can't read my handwriting. Uh... <laughs> Hold on, everyone. Well, once again, we use the Internet. There we go. Maveas Sang. That's M-A-U-V-A-I-S-S-A-N-G.
1: Jeez. Okay. From, 1980, from
0: 1986... In and this would be this was in sci fi category. I don't know how sci fi it is, but in the near future, Paris is devastated by a new AIDS like disease that infects people who have sex without being in love. Aging thieves Mark and Hans develop a plan to steal a new newly devised serum that combats the disease. Starring Juliette Binoche, Julie Depley, and Michael Piccoli. Uh this one is a supreme wild card. Okay. Director Leos Carax. Okay. Uh, I have not seen any of his films, but he's widely renowned. I f- believe as being a very strange guy and a very okay. strange director. Uh, he did one just not long ago. Holy Motors. Did you? I, I never watched that one. Looked extremely high art house pretentious singing here and there and yeah, dark heard of and that. twisted yeah. and weird and supposedly that's kind of how his movies are well this is from 19, I, I thought that Juliet Binoche and Julie Deppley, I was like oh those are big names, anyway if you are feeling really adventurous and lastly and this is a multiple choice entry because we're keeping it to five, and you threw me kickboxer three. I don't know how far you got in the leprechaun series, so I'm <laughs> throwing to you leprechaun either two, three, four, five. Wherever you left off with leprechaun, I'm throwing Ooh. you the next one. I, I left know, off with leprechaun
1: know. after one. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. just like me. That's yes. why I thought you should maybe I'd throw you a leprechaun. Okay, yeah. all right. no, hey, I, I. Trust me. Can't be worse than a part three kickboxer.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, I, oh man, I've got Pope of Grim. <laughs> it's, it's just hilarious the list you have. <laughs> and then you say Leprechaun. I'm like, huh? Maybe. <laughs> now, I, would,
0: I would like to remind you. Last week, <laughs> last week we, we both picked by far the most obvious worst picks on the list. We had good looking movies. Yeah, we and did. Out of those, we we picked the crap. We did. Yes, I agree. And it wasn't like, hmm, maybe that's something, Kickboxer 3. It was like, this is probably going to be crap. Or El Gringo. Yeah. We knew. I know. And, so uh, bear that in mind if you're considering Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Man. I do believe every single one of those is on Netflix now. There's, there's Leprechaun in Space. There's Leprechaun in the Hood Part 2. Yep. I mean... It's crazy, yeah. but somebody I, I actually heard some of those are pretty good in a fun, stupid way. So I know one of us one of us needs to go down the
1: leprechaun path, yeah, maybe yes. not
0: you this time. I'm just
1: yeah, no you're right i'm i I'm glad you brought that up because the the roulette before this was really good. We had two i mean nurse and uh uh what was the one that you had that you liked um
0: the divine move yeah yeah
1: so uh, let's let's try to keep it. Um, I'm going to go with the obvious one that I think is going to be good, and that's Rosewater. That, that's I think that's going to be good. Um, I think it's going to be good too, but I just I haven't pushed play because it's going to
0: be too sappy, too too you know. Yeah, depressing? I know. Yeah. I know.
1: Um, but I have a friend uh, at uh, the church that I go to up here in Canton. He watched. He went to Tinseltown and watched it, and he said it was really really good. So, um, and All I'm right. a big yeah, I'm a John Stewart fan. So yeah, I'll check that one out. Okie dokie. Okay, and number two would have been Pope, Pope of Greenwich Village. I really, I'm going to watch that movie. Um, I am but, too, and and
0: probably, I assume, one of us will be uh, in the next few weeks.
1: But. Yeah, I agree. Okay, your movies are uh, starting out with a movie called Hits. Uh, let me just pull this up here, there it is. Hmm. Um, 2014, plumbing the depths of American culture in the internet age... This mordant comedy takes its humor from the trials of municipal worker named Dave. David Cross is the director of this. Um, if you know David Cross by any chance? Yeah. Okay. Um, it uh, might be good. Jason Ritter's in it. Um, Julia my, Stiles, Michael Cera, yeah, David Kochner. So, it, <laughs> so it, it seriously that might be uh, it might be a gem. You never you never know. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I think David Cross is funny. Okay. Um, uh, Next up is a movie called Philly Kid. I think this one sounds really good. Um, 2012, after 10 years in prison, a former high school wrestling star transfers his skills to the murky world of mixed martial arts cage fighting. And from what I hear, it's pretty well made and it's pretty violent, too. Well, I've heard nothing of the movie, but it sounds... You know, I I read that and I'm like, oh, that sounds good.
0: Devon Devon Sawa.
1: Which yeah he what was he in I uh, final destination that's right one. yep final de- yep okay next up is now this one here I this sounds cool uh I'm, in fact I'm a bit surprised you didn't throw this my way Mary and Max uh two thousand nine animated animated yes. thing claymation that, type thing yeah that's
0: been on Netflix forever
1: oh a chubby eight year old Australian girl and an obese adult New Yorker with aspers are a pair of unlikely pen pals in this clay animation feature. Um, I, this, that, just, claymation? Heck yeah, that sounds cool.
0: Yeah, it does. I don't know why I haven't. I think it because it was in cult movies or something. I was like, uh, is this going to yeah. be one of those pretentious things? Okay, interesting.
1: Um, next up, 2011's Faces in the Crowd. Mila Jovovich stars in this thriller about a woman who suffers from face blindness, the inability to remember people's faces. Uh, I thought that sounded really interesting. It gets pretty good reviews uh, uh, on Netflix and IMDb. So I thought that sounded interesting. I like her. Uh, it's thriller. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And then the last one. This one, <laughs> this one here um, had walkouts at the Sarasota Film Festival when I was volunteering because it was... Such a rough viewing experience. Uh, And that's a movie called Compliance. Uh, This tense drama unfolds as a prank caller pretends to be a cop and convinces a restaurant manager to interrogate her teenage employee about a theft. And, uh, I mean, I talked firsthand to people that saw it at the film festival and they were like, oh my gosh, it was just brutal and uncomfortable and we could not stand it. Um, yeah, but we've, it,
0: we've we've this has been on the roulette before, I believe. I oh, it think, has. Or at least at least we've talked about it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hmm.
1: So uh, now that's probably not going to be a comfortable watch because I mean I have yet to hear any reviews that are like, "Oh, that was a feel good movie." I think that that's going to be really dark. Uh,
0: yeah, I think so too. But I think that that one would really annoy me. I know the uh, the story behind that, mm-hmm. uh, the news Face story behind on, yeah, it, based yeah. on a true
1: story. Yeah.
0: And that would, would probably just irritate me, because I'll be like, "What kind of idiot are you that you would take part in that?" I don't know if you know yeah. the news story. I was on on either end.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. So, um, anyway, boy, those yeah,
0: are I'm, those are picks. I'm debating between Mary and Max or Faces
1: in the Crowd. Hmm. Yeah, and for me, I don't know, Mila Jovovich, she's, I mean, she may, she may not be like top A list material, but she usually stars in pretty good stuff, I think. I mean, she's no,
0: very watchable, even yeah. in, in subpar stuff. Yeah. Marion, 92 minutes. I mean, it seems a tad long for, for an, a, an, I know. an animated thing. I, I agree. The I, I, I part of me is wondering if I didn't try and start watching it and then turn it off. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> um. Are you point, an, I, are, I, are you impressed,
1: I, though? I didn't give you any horror this time. Not no, one horror. Well,
0: movie.
1: I, don't, eh, I, don't, I don't care about
0: that. That's fine. But you did give me another boxing movie. I, I did notice. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Um, I'm going to dive on Marion Max. I need to get that off there as far as uh, animation. I'm the animation guy, or at least I'm more into it. Uh, of the two of us. So I'll give that one a whirl and see okay. what's up. If I have to take a mully, it'll be on to faces in the crowd, probably.
1: One one thing I'm pretty confident on is that I'm guessing that Rosewater is going to be an enjoyable to a certain extent. So I'm. it's not like it's going to be an El Gringo where it's like, ah, oh, cheap direct yeah. video, whatever. Right. Uh. So, okay, good.
0: Alrighty, let's, uh, well, once again, we wasted way too much time on that. So let's truck on to the top 100. Let's just not waste a lot of time on. Uh, if you have any that are kind of mainstreamy or people, you know, probably uh, pretty familiar to anyone that would be interested in a movie podcast, we'll just kind of breeze over it.
1: I have a couple uh, that, yeah, that we can that yeah, I'll definitely be able to browse. To a bruise. few
0: of mine. Uh, mine yeah. might go pretty quick, so yeah, we might be able to make up some time. Uh, this month, this week, it's seventy through sixty-one. Really getting into the meat of some stuff. So. Yes, we are. Number seventy. I'll go first. For me, is Old Boy. This is the uh, the original Korean. Not excuse me, not the remake. Uh, absolutely great movie. Here we go again with my uh, lack of adjectives. Fantastic, beautiful, I loved it. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's ten. It's masterpiece. Yeah, all of that stuff. Uh, it drops to seventy, and I'm surprised it fell this far. But it's it's that rewatchability factor. The yeah. second time you watch this movie will make you physically ill because you know what's coming and you understand what everything is that's happening. And my lord, it's hard to rewatch. You already know the twist,
1: and it's so, it's a humdinger of a twist.
0: Oh my lord, one of the biggest ones of all time.
1: Yep. Number 70. 70 for me is Total Recall, the original, with Schwarzenegger. One of his best movies, and if you haven't seen it, shame on you. It is great. Get the Blu-ray immediately. Uh, One of my favorite science fiction movies of all time. That's it. I mean, that's one of those. Yeah, give me a
0: sign when you're done. Next. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Okay, 69, Stand By Me. Oh nice uh, and if you're wondering what the theme of this uh episodes top 100 for me is movies with downer endings because a <laughs> lot of that's kind of where they fell I, I, I the majority of these ten all have downer endings doesn't mean they're not great but you know yeah. that that that's why they fell down a little bit because it's I'm not running to rewatch it and stand by me is great all the way through it's a ten uh is the ending a downer? A little bit. I mean, to me, it kind of is. I do you feel that way? I mean, I do. Yeah, it
1: it is. It's kind of almost a bittersweet type of thing. Um, especially, I read the book, and the book is yeah. very, very different than the movie. The ending is. Um, the, the the movie is way better than the book. Uh, Stephen King's book, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it yeah, it's a it's, very
0: it's the abruptness, or it's like. Oh, it's it's done and it's kind of a downer and bummer and then you're like, okay, now this guy went off and did this, this guy died, this guy went to prison and I'm over here and okay, and yeah. the end. And you're just, ugh. I mean, it's, yeah,
1: cuz there was such a, the whole movie was such an emotional like well that movie is fantastic. Yeah, I'll, yeah. which <laughs> <laughs> But again,
0: that's why it fell down a little bit as as yeah. every time I think about pulling it out, I'm thinking about the ending.
1: Uh 69 for you. Sixty-nine for me is Hatchet, Adam Green's Hatchet. Nice. Um, uh, I put this on the list because I like the fact that this is a newer slasher movie that uh, truly nailed the old school '80s uh, slasher feel perfectly. It's Agreed. a balls-out horror movie, and and not only is it a really good horror movie, but the writing in it is very, very good, I thought. I thought the comedy worked really good. It was really funny. The actors were really good, and the practical effects were just fantastic. I was like, wow, that, that was exceptionally well made, and I can revisit that one easily every year with a huge smile on my face. It was, it was a blast.
0: Uh, okay, cool. Number 68, I have The Sting. This mm. is uh, Robert Redford, Paul Newman, uh brilliant film i love every moment of it but uh, again you run into that uh con movie or uh oceans 11 that kind of thing and once you it's all about that first trip and once you know the gig once you know how it's going to end uh or what the i don't want to say twist but the way the scam is going to work then it's it's not so exciting on repeat trips it's still a fantastic watch and a lot of fun but yeah and you should watch that. You would like that movie.
1: I've never seen that movie. I know. It's, yeah,
0: it's it's old and it's classic, but it, it's great.
1: It's it's wonderful. Okay, sixty-eight for you. Blair Witch Project. Hmm. Um, it's not quite as effective as it was the first couple times I watched it, but it's still a uh, great scary movie, great found footage movie, a uh, movie that truly shows that less is more. And uh, I personally liked the black and white. I liked. Uh, the vagueness of the end. In fact, the vagueness of the ending is why I like that movie so much, and why to me it's so unsettling. The black and um, white. What are you uh, talking about? The black and whiteness. Wasn't there one of the cameras that they were shooting on black and white? Was what there? Was it like, I thought. I don't, I, I, I I don't thought remember. It, uh, you know, I could be wrong. Maybe it was just that the night scenes uh, were. Yeah, no, was, I, I know. Uh, when they got to when they get to the house in the end, there was a one of them had a black and white camera. Almost. Man, certain. It, I don't want to do it a, no
0: no. You're, you're probably you've probably seen it way more than me. It's been a while yeah. since I've seen it, but I don't. You yeah, when could she, be right. I don't know. She, when she
1: ends up in the basement of the house in the end, yeah. I'm like that was. I think black and white. I could be wrong. I don't know. No,
0: you could be right. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to rewatch that. As, right, I, that's, that's fine. You just said I love the black and white, and I was like that movie was that movie wasn't in black and
1: white.
0: I, <laughs> yeah. If you're saying one of the cameras, yeah, that's very possible. I don't know. Uh, I agree with you, and I went and saw that in the theater, and uh, even after hearing all the hype and reading the spoiler on the ending and knowing everything that was coming, I still left the theater, you know, and the the whole time you're going, this ain't that big a deal. That ain't that big a deal. It's not that, you know, this ain't that scary. And then I left the theater and was like, wow, that was, I'm feeling really creeped out right now. Yeah, (laughs) me
1: too. Yeah. And the fact that there was really no, official script it was just here's what you're doing today and then they yeah. would just go out and, and i thought that was brilliant and so be, the technical merits of the movie also gained it access to the top 100 just because it was so successful and in, in just we're gonna go out to the woods and we're just gonna do this and here's kind of what you're doing for the day and go ahead and make it up as we go i think that and it worked great it truly right. felt like they were really lost in the woods yep i agree so uh, number 67 for me is
0: RoboCop. Uh, Ooh, nice. Back to oh. you.
1: <laughs> Don't really I'd feel be- like I need to spend any time <laughs> on that one. I'd buy That's- that for a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, 67 is Sleepaway Camp. One of the best 80s slasher movies of all time. And why is it one of the best? Um, not just because of the killer ending, and the ending is one of the greatest endings of all time, but that movie truly captures what it would have been like to be in Summer Camp back in the early 80s. Uh, I, I, it just For some reason, something about just the styles and everything, I'm like, that's what Summer Camp was like in the 80s. It didn't feel like a movie so much as couple cameras at a really cheesy summer camp in the, you know, in the 80s. Uh,
0: let me tell you, as someone uh, a little bit younger than you, it's pretty relative to what summer camp was like in the early 90s as well. Just a little <laughs> bit different style. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it.
1: I'm um, surprised it's that low, to tell you the truth. Yeah, well, there. Well, yeah, at this point, it's like, it's, it's pulling, it's pulling hairs, splitting hairs almost, trying it's like, Picking, ah, picking your kids, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs>
0: Uh, number 66 from director Martin Scorsese, starring Leonardo DiCaprio,
1: mm. The Aviator. Oh, now that surprised me. I thought you yeah. were going to go with Infernal Affairs. Are the eh, or The Departed? Or The Departed, yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs>
0: we'll get there. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, just The Aviator Falls here again, uh, like Robocop and Stand By Me and Old Boy. Kind of a downer ending, if you ask me. That's oh, the yeah. only hang up with The Aviator. It's a it's, it's a 10 all the way through, but then you get to the end and it just kind of ends and it's like, well, they couldn't really spice it up any because that's the way it ended. Yeah. Uh, based on a real person, what are you going to do? Number yeah.
1: 66. John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. Nice. Uh, one, of, one of Carpenter's, do, one of his Doom movies, which uh, was sandwiched in between, or was, no, it was actually The, the Capper because uh, it starts with The Fog and then The Thing and then, uh, prince of darkness i believe that was his doom trilogy because uh, there, there was I'm, ones... I'm pretty
0: sure i'm pretty sure yeah. that sounds accurate yeah
1: yeah unless unless uh mouth of madness falls in there somewhere too but a real downer ending although prince of darkness has one of the greatest endings ever i love that ending it's so out there and crazy and it works so well um the score, it, everything about John copernicus it makes
0: up for any mild missteps in the film. That ending does. is so good that you're it's like, great. "Oh yeah, Alice Cooper is in this. Why do I like this so much?" And then you get to the end, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "Oh yeah, that's right. It's amazing." Yeah. The
1: ending, the ending is brilliant. Oh, it's it's great. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, sixty-five for me is Spring, Summer, Fall, Winter, and Spring. From director Kim Duck Kim, it's a Korean film. Uh, and I love this director. He has a very minimalist approach that works in spades. Uh, many people try to do this kind of stuff, and it fails miserably. Uh, it's almost like a combination of uh, Korean filmmaking with Planet Earth. Uh, he mm. has so many beautiful uh, shots in this thing. Uh, I still, you haven't seen this yet, have you? It's, it, you need to, you need to see this sometime. It's, it's, it's a very artistic very slow movie um but every shot is so beautiful you can't take your eyes off of it and the the um circle of life that this uh, story uh, traverses is just amazing but downer ending korean film check (laughs) Uh, big time yeah wow uh anyway uh, that is one that every person should see at least once that is the definition of, of South Korean filmmaking, in yeah. my opinion. Cool. Um, love it. Okay, 65.
1: Okay. 65 for me is Stuart Gordon's From Beyond. Uh, it's To me, it's kind of an unofficial sequel to Reanimator. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it encapsulates everything I love about gory practical effects in the 80s. It's science fiction fantasy with just gobs of disgusting, gory horror stuff. <coughs> excuse me Jeffrey Combs and the lovely Barbara Crampton is in it uh, but it's it almost veers a little bit more towards fantasy than horror uh, and it works so well and I know that you're a fan of this movie
0: oh yeah I only saw it once uh, I would say it's a very I would say it's a good combination of fantasy and horror and yeah. sci-fi as well
1: yeah uh, yeah
0: it, it works on all levels for me
1: yeah I love the I love the storyline though it's so it's it's just great so yeah Check it out. Good movie.
0: Number 64, Danny Boyle, uh, Sunshine. This mm. is, if we were just making a list of top sci-fi movies, this would make the list. This it, It's brilliant. It's amazing. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing my voice say those things, but <laughs> can't help it. It is. Downer yeah. ending. Check. <laughs> yep. Yes, uh, it does. I, it does take that weird twist in the third act a little bit. Uh, genre hopping and I really, I mean, it, it works and I get why he did it and it was great, but he, it went so far into horror for a split second mm-hmm. that I'm like, I wish it wouldn't have gone quite that far because it's almost like you lose a lot of people. You lose yeah. all your your ho- non-horror fans and it's, it's hard for me to recommend it to not horror fans, uh, yeah. which is annoying. I mean, for me it's like, ah, oh, that was great and that part was gross, but it's did you have to go quite that far? Yeah, uh,
1: that's one that I've been wanting to watch with my wife, but I'm like, I, I, you can't, I, she wouldn't, you she can't wouldn't like it.
0: That, yeah, that third ending, you just can't. Yeah, that th- that third ending. <laughs> oh, boy, if you don't know by now, ladies and gentlemen, it's been really? a long bloody week. Let me tell you, <laughs> Ugh. that
1: third Ooh. act. Excuse yes. me, sorry. Yes. Uh, Sixty-four for you. Sixty-four is. <laughs> 1987 Street Trash, laugh it up. See, so just said, yep. you
0: just put Street Trash above From Beyond.
1: Yes, <laughs> and uh, uh, and Total Recall. You see, yes, and Prince uh, of Darkness. St- yes, Street <laughs> Trash. Bums drink a dollar a bottle of booze and explode and melt in New mm. York. Seems reasonable. And it is great. It is uh, the effects are so good. But what makes this movie a winner is. The comedy in it is brilliant. It's like it's really good comedy. It, I this is a comedy, a black comedy, but uh, it's disgusting and it's it's hysterical. And I really, really, really like this movie. I watched this movie countless times. Uh, but if you've ever wondered what a movie what it would be like for a street bum to melt while sitting on the toilet, melt to literally nothing, watch Street Trash, and you will know what that would look oh, like.
0: Oh, I, I was just wondering about that the other day. I was see, very now curious know. about it. Yes, now now you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 I need to see that. So pra- it's practically a documentary. It okay, <laughs> number 63 for me is uh, <laughs> Michael Mann's Heat. Uh-huh. If uh, you are anything of an action fan or a cops and robbers type, uh, you enjoy that kind of movie, and you haven't seen this, or it's not in your top 100, you're wrong. Number 63 yeah. for you. <laughs> now, there's nothing okay. more to say about that movie. Yeah, Pacino, De Niro. Yeah. Right, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and I just right now, like, literally just changed my number sixty-three. <laughs> I actually bumped the Is movie. It um, no, um, it's
0: the Toilet Melting Guys. You uh, close,
1: right? yes. Uh, but I simply I could not, with in good conscience, put uh, this one movie uh, ahead of the other one. So, uh, The Godfather just got bumped. By the way, just so you know. Uh, hot Tub Time Machine filled its spot. <laughs> At least it's above street trash. That's all yes. that matters. I'm like, you know what? Hot Tub Time Machine is not better than The Godfather. So we're going to move that one around real quick here. Hot Tub Time Machine, though, is one of my favorite comedies. I know it's a newer movie, but I I am a I am such a huge fan of the 80s, and everything about it is just brilliant to me. I I think it's... Okay, every time now, I watch as it, a it, fan hilarious. of...
0: Now, we're talking 80s comedies or 80s yeah. set comedies now? Yes. Uh, what about that summer camp 80s movie?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. Wet Hot American Summer.
0: Yes. Is that going to be on this list? Oh, yeah. Okay, we haven't got to it yet. No. Okay.
1: No. That's nope.
0: fine. I... I just yeah. tell you now if you put hot tub time machine if you're like i'm 80s comedy guy and you put hot tub time machine above wet hot american summer
1: yeah <laughs> you get throat
0: punched automatically
1: yes. <laughs> automatic <laughs> automatic throat punch yes <laughs> yep uh okay <laughs> i
0: guess you covered your next t- did it did, did, did the godfather managed to crawl up just one spot or oh it crawled
1: it crawled up yes okay it crawled up some yeah so that's
0: good. just
1: one yeah. though that's your next one uh, no 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 ha uh-uh. it's no it's it, okay no. No, that's okay. going to be on, an, on a future episode. So okay. that shows you how far up Hot Tub Ooh, Time Machine went. Oh, it went all was. the way above 61. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and looking at that, I'm like, what? Come on, Eugene. Yeah, yeah. It, it
0: crawled out of the Hot Tub Time Machine and just died past the yes. shrub. Yes. <laughs> okay, number 62 for me is Martin Scorsese making his uh, second appearance on this week. Uh, the Departed. Hmm. which is a remake of Infernal Affairs. Now, uh, you're going to have your hardcore movie guys going, you can't put a remake on there because the remakes are... You know what? This is one of those cases where the remake and the original are equal and separate. They're both excellent films. I'd even put them uh, side-by-side, score-wise. And they're different enough that you, excuse me, can't put them side-by-side. You know what I mean? It's not like... They're shot for shot, like the Psycho or uh, whatever. A lot of the remakes where it's easy to pick one or the other, or the story is yeah. so similar that you just go with it. They are both great films in their own right, and I enjoy both of them fully. I would just like I like The Departed just a little bit more. He saw what worked and took it, and the uh, you're getting all A-list in a Scorsese movie. Um, uh, downer ending, check. Same, oh yeah. And same with Heat. I forgot to mention uh, Michael Mann's Heat. Uh I, w- I did want to mention with that it is a downer ending but at the same time it shows the power of the direction because the whole time you were rooting for an anti-hero. That was the bad guy. You know, and uh, yeah. in all cases, they they all the story the story arcs that they I'm being vague here on purpose in case you haven't seen it. Uh all the story arcs they close up in Heat. Uh Val Kilmer and De Niro, you were rooting for the bad guy yeah, the whole way through oh, that movie, yeah. you know? And it's it's weird how you can almost be brought to tears, and you, and then at the end, you go, wait a minute. <laughs> Those were the bad guys. <laughs> I know, I but I shouldn't, it shouldn't bad, uh, Yeah, it's fantastic.
1: Uh, yep. It's amazing, I love it. Uh, 62 for you. 62 is Die Hard. Ooh, Uh Yep, nice. it's... Uh, That's where we're getting to. (laughs) Yes, we are. We're starting to get to the real good ones. Yeah, the rest of Uh, the year
0: is going to be great.
1: Yeah. Die Hard is the quasi-essential 80s action movie. (laughs) There
0: we are again. I have to say it at least
1: once. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) I have to say it at least once. But it's, you know, Die Hard. It's great. Watch it. And it's better than all of the other sequels. All of the other sequels pretty much combined, it's better than all of those. Although, although 3 was... Pretty kick-ass.
0: Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, but it's really hard to get past that first one. That's the uh, best of the bunch. probably. It is. I, yeah. <laughs> they all yeah. have a lot of merit, except for the 47th one that just came out. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. The, be- the first <laughs> one's the best. Okay, wrapping up this uh, episode of the Top 100 for Me, number 61. This is the one that I might take a little bit of flack for, and that's okay because this one hit me at the perfect time in life, and that was uh, long after it was actually released, but it still was very effective years after it was released. It came to Sleepy Town, Holmes County, uh, <laughs> hmm. uh, and that is Kevin Smith's Clarks. Ah okay and even the first time i watched it i was like oh it was interesting but huh and then the more i watch but but then i found myself a couple days later i want to watch that again i watch it again and then i start rolling in the jokes this is just full 90s uh grunge stoner loner flavor i love it and it gets better every time i watch it i appreciate it just a little bit more uh great film I, I I don't know I don't know what else to say about it. I absolutely love it and it, it's all really hard for people that don't have a lot of roots in the nineties to yeah even understand this movie because it's video store v h s what you know?
1: <laughs> yeah no you're right, yeah, and just and, the, and just the, and the the grunge like you know the the clothes the the extreme
0: the low budget nature of it, or how amazing it was that he made this for under thirty grand people were yeah. like what that was mind blowing at the time. Yeah. Uh, and it looks that crappy. <laughs> uh,
1: well, and now and now you you can make movies for 30,000 so bucks. You get yourself a oh, high def camera and they're on 300, Netflix.
0: 300 bucks.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure a few of those have been on the blind roulette.
0: Yeah. <laughs> at any rate, it's it I, I like I said hit me at the perfect time 90s kid and yeah. I I adore that movie um not much else to say about it. You either love it or you don't, and that's fine. Uh, it's not one that I'm going to be like, you're wrong. It it, just, it it hit me in that perfect small-town America sort of way, and uh, it,
1: I, I, I love it. Okay, last one for you. Last one for me is Joe Dante's The Howling. One of my favorite werewolf movies of all time. Uh, p- blends comedy and horror perfectly. And even throws a little bit of stop motion in there. I love the storyline. I love the movie. And this is one where usually sequels, uh, there's always the law of diminishing returns. But there's usually some good ones in there. And The Howling, I must say, is the only one that is worth watching out of all of the huge Howling series. Really? Uh, it's, 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 It's amazing how Howling is so good and then all the other ones... Pretty much sucked. Part five of all of all of them. Part five gets the closest to being a pretty good movie, um, but it it just things just fell off the rails already with part two, and uh, none of them are really good. But howling part one, oh, the effects are so good, mm. and it's just a great movie. Great movie.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it. I've seen it a couple of times, but I haven't seen it in a few years. I do remember really liking it though, and thinking this was. A pretty darn good werewolf movie. At least the best since uh, American Werewolf. I don't know. Werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> American Werewolf in uh, London? The, the yeah. first, Yeah, the first one. Yep. Uh, let's move on to some recently watched, while we still have time. Uh, I've got quite a bit that I would want to talk about, and I don't want to miss out on any of it.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> curious as to, Yeah, Now you've got me very curious, as, which is... The one that I recommended that you hated, because there's something in here that you hated. Oh, I didn't
0: say that. Oh, I, said, did? I said that uh, we're going to fight. There's a difference. Oh, we're going to okay. argue. Okay. 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 We'll, we'll get there. First okay. off, i got to cover this kickboxer bullshit. Yeah, let's get, get that out of the way. I, 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 this has got to get out of the way, because I don't want to talk about it ever again for the rest of my life. Uh, okay, so buckle in, kiddies. Here we go. Kickboxer extravaganza. Kickboxer, the 80th... 80s is 80s 80s van dam 80s sness that ever 80s the 80s for crying out <laughs> loud in case you weren't aware this movie was made in the 80s i just thought i should reiterate that point uh van dam participates in the slowest martial arts ever filmed now I, I, most people will not think much of that but also kung fu dork here right Uh, We've talked about it many times. I'm watching all the old-school kung fu, 60s, 70s, earlier, 50s. Um, In a world where in the 1970s you had to tell Jet Li to slow down because the camera can't film your moves fast enough, we got to Van Damme in the 80s. Everything's in slow-mo and... uh, kick. At this point, I'm pretty sure I could take Van Damme. It's almost like fighting a George Romero zombie. Just saying.
1: Okay. Just
0: picked it up the pace a little bit. Uh, Kickboxer 2, The Road Back, tagline, put up, exclamation point, shut up, exclamation point, or die. Dun, dun, dun. (sighs) Associate producer, David Goyer. Made in 1991, and it is 110% a 1991 film starring Sasha Mitchell, Okay. Uh, For Kickboxer (laughs) 3, you can go back and listen to what I said earlier. Uh, Kickboxer 4, The Aggressor, from 1994. Tagline, The Explosive Kickboxer Legacy Continues. (sighs) This is the Death Wish 3 entry of the quote-unquote Kickboxer Legacy. And I watched about mm, 30 minutes. I'm done. No more. Kickboxer five redemption not with me <laughs> yeah. well, um, the, there you have all of the kick, kickboxer that i can
1: stomach over to you okay <laughs> so let me ask you so of the three that you've watched which one has Four. been your favorite? <laughs> three and a
0: half <laughs> favorite uh kickboxer one because at least it was 80sness enough that you could laugh at it, and the uh, Van Damme dan- drunken dance scene in the bar is the stuff of legend. Uh, yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch that on YouTube. Uh, let's not forget the villain throughout this whole thing, Mr. Tong Po, who is this Indian guy with the weird braid coming out of his head who acts like this huge badass. He, in the first movie, beat up the... I don't even remember their names, uh, whatever their family is. He beat up the uh, Van Dam's older brother, and the only way he did that was by cheating, okay? Yeah. Paralyzed him for life. So, Van Dam works with uh, Indian whatever, I the Chinese guy, we're all South yeah. Asian, whatever, uh, and gets really good at martial arts, and then goes and beats him pretty much straight up, so he whoops his ass. Then you have Sasha Mitchell, the rat bastard, third weakest... <laughs> son slash (laughs) daughter who this guy tong po comes to america to terrorize and he says you are the weakest of the three brothers which doesn't really make any sense because he cheated to beat the first brother got his ass kicked by the second brother and then sasha mitchell kicks his ass in the fourth movie, he's being terrorized by him again, was framed by Tung Po and put in prison for some fake death, and I quit watching the movie. Basically, Tung Po is the biggest pussy on the planet that's ever existed, he's always, <laughs> he, and he's always talking smack. You can't beat me, you're a big... The only way he's ever won any fight is by cheating, so you're a big puss. Right, you're done. Yeah. Has he, been in, has he been in any other movies? It's a different actor every single time. playing him. What? I believe so, unless I'm wrong. I, he might have played him, played the character twice. There's no way it was him in the third one, and in the fourth one, he's on the cover and it's a different actor. There, oh man! Basically, just big, ugly, rat tail Indian guy with a scar on his face, and it looks wildly different every time. <laughs> Not that you would care because it still stars Sasha Mitchell, and each time he's a little <laughs> goofier because of Step by Step. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Great. So, okay. I yeah. Ugh, ugh. But if you're going to watch anything of this, it's the first one with Van Damme and watch the, yeah. the 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 drunken dance scene is just
1: epic. Something. Yeah. Just epic. Okay. So, uh for me, <laughs> let kickboxer um,
0: be stricken from movie freaks forever. Yes. Now
1: now that we're done with that. Yeah. Let's uh move on. Oh man, I'm not sure I'm gonna get the, uh, I'm gonna get a double header out of the way. Get the get the
0: bad out of the way.
1: Okay. So I watched uh, four, and I'm gonna breeze over these the creature features. Uh, I watched Jaws of Satan, Empire of the Ants, and uh, Food of the Gods parts one and two.
0: And these are all. Did
1: I watch that one? Uh, I don't think
0: I might have. Okay. Anyway, uh, sorry. Okay. Jaws of
1: Satan is a possessed uh, king cobra snake. Possessed by Satan. And, well, they uh, are, naturally. They are, Come yes, on, let's be see. honest. Uh, and that movie was terrible. Terrible. And, and I'm, I like older creature features. I mean, if they're done... Okay, this one here was gratingly bad. Uh, but they, you can tell they're trying to make a creature feature slash exorcist type movie. <laughs> it does not work even remotely. Having said that, we're moving on to Empire of the Ants, which I actually did kind of enjoy. Um... A group of not-good 70s actors are trapped on some island. And there's these giant mutant ants because of toxic waste that's dumped. And uh, that was pretty good. And here's why that was that was entertaining is there was a pretty cool twist towards the end uh, that deals with the queen ant. And uh, I'm like, you know, all in all, that's a pretty decent storyline. And unfortunately, it was hampered by the effects of its day. Is this um, like a 50s? No, 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 this is like seventies, late seventies. Okay. Mid mid to late seventies, yeah. But it's but that was pretty decent. Like I gave it three out of five stars. Yeah. Uh so that was good. Then Food of the Gods parts one and two. Again, I like the storyline. Uh there's some gooey liquid pouring up out of the ground. Animals drink it, eat it, whatever, and they didn't then they turn gigantic. And so you've got gigantic bees, gigantic chickens, gigantic uh, rats.
0: That killing it. Sounds people. like uh what was a fantastic island or fantasy island? Uh, the Jules yeah. Verne
1: movie, yeah, yeah, yes. And I think these are based on H. G. Wells stories, maybe. Or maybe it was H. G. Wells.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I don't know.
1: But um, M., uh, Food of the Gods parts one, part one was a more seventies. Uh, and again, I like the story. The effects are so bad, though. Is basically they just film tight shots of rats. And then, and then, well, make and then, like, have, it's
0: huge, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, and
1: then have rats crawling over obviously little toy houses and toy cars. And that is your special effects.
0: Oh, uh, you gotta love, uh, though, it, when when the miniatures were truly miniature and the guys are in there with yes. these fine one hair brushes trying to paint the nuts yes, on the Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, Peter Jackson comes along with these quote unquote bigatures, and they're the humongous. uh like 10 feet, 20 feet tall, 40 feet tall. I don't even know how tall they were. They, they were big. Let's make them bigger so we can get some detail in there. And everybody sits around and goes, "Da da, you're a genius. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yes, but exactly. I, do, I do appreciate those small effects where it's like. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah it's just like, oh, it's crawling over. The, the rats are crawling over a house. And then you see the people like looking at the house and it's like, you can tell it's a split screen, and they're looking at <laughs> mice crawling over a toy house, and it's yeah. like, oh, but the storyline is good. Uh, and then Food of the Gods Part Two was more late 80s, so it has that late 80s cheesy feel to it with yeah. the music and everything. Uh, and they really went for the cheesy goriness, uh, and it was okay for what it was, uh, but, you know. I don't want to spend too much time on it because I got good stuff to talk about, but I wanted to get out of the way the creature features that I watched. So there you go.
0: I would probably watch all those. They sound pretty good. Okay, I'm going to do a little double header of action. First up. Amazing, The Terminator on Blu-ray, the original. And uh, we were talking about this a uh, episode or two ago, about how we watched the sequel before the original, and mm-hmm. like uh, Road Warrior and Terminator 2. Both those I watched many times, uh, and Aliens, the sequel, before I watched the original. Then you go back to the original, I watch it, and it adds an amazing amount of character development depth to a story that I already loved so I can appreciate them so much more. That's like three cases where I would say, watch the sequel first, maybe watch it five times, then watch the original. Otherwise you might not appreciate it because there's a lot of people that hate Mad Max, the original (laughs) same with the terminator. People have it as dated, uh, slow, uh, I freaking love that movie, but again, oh, I, heck, yeah, I, I, me too. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I watched the sequel a few times before I watched the original. It's fantastic. The Blu-ray's great. I loved it. Uh, next, Contraband. Mark Wahlberg. Ah! Borrowed from the library, and, you know, I gotta say, the trailer was... Was the trailer misleading, or did I just jump to conclusions? Make up your own mind, because <laughs> uh, I thought the trailer gave away way too much. And in some respects, it's, it's 50-50, a little bit of both. Uh, I was wrong in a lot of things, and the trailer still kind of gave away too much. Um, enjoyable. If you're an action guy, go. it's it's worth a watch. Um, Wahlberg, Wahlberg was really good in it. Uh, all the actors, I thought, were really good in it. Uh, story is eh, a little hit or miss with believability, but it's an action movie. What do you? i yeah. much are you demanding of it. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Uh, it's passable. That's the way I'm going to put it. So are you. Uh, what? It
1: doesn't. So uh, like one to ten, what would you give it?
0: I seriously five and a half. Okay. It's 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 fairly forgettable, and it's not like oh I got to watch contraband again. Eh, probably not. It's got some good. Uh, uh, another way to put it: a lot of dumbasses doing dumbass stuff, and yeah. most of it doesn't doesn't work. Or a lot of their plots and plans don't work. They're constantly undermined by the uh, the dumbasses are undermined by the jackasses. Do you remember the brother in that movie? I, uh, I, everything I had, watched it
1: a there long you go. time ago. Yeah, there,
0: uh, there you go. So. Mark Wahlberg is trying to help his brother-in-law, who's a jackass, and doesn't listen to him. And along the way, he's the, the jackass is constantly screwing up their plans to fix all the problems that he started. Because he's afraid. So he constantly is, oh, I better do this. And it makes it worse. Makes it worse. Makes it worse. Nothing works for them. Every plan <laughs> goes under. Except for the very last one, it was kind of like the last Mission Impossible movie, where every single one of their uh, missions they set up all failed, every single one of them. (laughs) Gotcha. Uh, But in the end, it all comes up rosy, as you know, it's going to. Uh, But for just a straight-up action movie, you're gonna watch it once, and that's gonna kind of be that, and done. uh, Yeah, that's okay. Uh, There's worse ways to spend you know an hour or two, hour and a half or two. Uh, over to gotcha. you. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Next up for me is now we're getting into the good stuff. Mm. Uh, I'm going to talk about a movie that I watched uh, called It Follows. Mm. Have you heard of this movie? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Mm. I've been posting trailers for that and
0: everything. It, that, yeah, that came and went, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Did you? Uh, yeah. How'd you watch? Uh, I watched you.
1: I watched this in Florida, and I have not talked about it since then. Uh, in a the theater. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Sorry about that. I and no, this is that's fine. One, that's fine. Save it for the show. That, I've, I've yeah, I was say, is... uh, and I, I miss it. I'm like, why have I not talked about this movie? No. Um. Oh,
0: we're gonna so. get into that things you haven't talked about uh, real soon, but.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm so curious. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, yeah. Okay, no, well, I was it cussing followed. you out
0: today. Anyway. <laughs> From from my f- network of friends that I trust online, it follows has received a pretty much like a ninety percent love. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah! It is, it is, it's awesome! It's so badass! It's oh, it's so you! I I cannot imagine you wouldn't <laughs> like it. Um, and it started out when I'm like, oh boy, this is already starting to smell pretentious and emo-ish kind of, and then the plot unfolds. Yeah. And it takes about uh, maybe fifteen minutes because at first i'm like oh i don't I'm not I'm not connecting with the teenagers on screen and I'm not gonna say anything about the story <laughs> no don't the I'm trailer, not, the trailer um, was
0: perfect it gave away just yeah.
1: enough of the plot and that was yep it. but this one here it's like oh come on. immediately I'm like this feels slickly shot new movie with emo teens and then the plot unfolds I'm like oh, oh this okay and then the scariness comes out in play, and it was, it was fantastic, and uh, it was funny because it, at first, I didn't even remotely think about this, but by that midway point, I'm like, this is now officially starting to feel like an old school John Carpenter movie.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, and and it, mainly because of the music, but also some of the camera shots. Um, I'm like this is starting to feel John Carpenter carpentry almost um I really we,
0: we need a new word for it uh, John carpenter Yeah, John
1: Carp- carpentry. Carpentry. esque Carpenter-ish, ish <laughs> yeah. So uh, I I wish I could talk about the the story but, uh, the the plot but it's just uh strange goings-ons with teenagers and yeah. Quasi sensual viewing. Yeah. It 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 does lean towards I don't want to even say pretentious, but it is. Uh, I have a feeling that the director is probably a bit, little artsy,
0: little arts artsy, 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 yeah, and a little yeah. bit, a little bit
1: hipster. It yeah. just has a little bit of a hipster feel to
0: it. Yeah, but you got to remember that's uh, that's the new uh, in vogue the art style, and it's passed us by because we're old. it, it, yeah, it it's has, not because... that it's necessarily
1: wrong. We're just yeah. old. We're old because it, it, the whole way through, I'm like there everybody's acting a little bit hipsterish but the story and the creepiness outweighed that so much that uh, that truly to me that was a gem in the rough good movie
0: awesome i I look very forward to watching that i hope it comes to netflix so i can watch it or maybe you'll throw it on a roulette okay hey uh i got two
1: more how many you got um there's one that i definitely want to talk about um and there's two that I would, one definitely, and then if we have enough time, I'll hit on another one yet. Okay. I'll go back to back here, because it won't take okay. a lot of time.
0: Since we talked okay. about uh, Nurse last episode, and you yeah. gave it oh, obvious yeah. thumbs up, I watched Nurse. I absolutely have to agree with you. Total thumbs up. Uh, maybe I'm oh, just good. a little biased, because I watched uh Dude, God, way too many kickboxer movies this week. But this was a Schindler's List compared to that garbage.
1: You officially watched probably like four and a half to five hours worth of kickboxer uh, in one week. Four and a half. <laughs> on my gravestone, it will say he watched more
0: kickboxer than the people that made kickboxer. My <laughs> uh, uh, comparison, Nurse... Uh, very interesting movie. Very well made. Very, yep. it was very slickly shot, but it worked. Uh, the uh, now we were talking about it last week. The uh, main actress, uh, yeah, and her weirdness, <laughs> uh permanent duck lips. But yep, I, I, I have to see more of her uh, acting performances in other movies and other roles because. I got a little bit of a theory with her. Yeah, I think she was just playing in the role for this movie. I, I have to verify that by watching her in other stuff. But okay, um, she was like doing this permanent duck lip thing where she's like, mm, "I'm so sexy," mm. and it comes off a little mannish from time to time. But that's her uh, perception of what is slutty or attractive, and that's what she's trying to spiderweb reel in—is people that are cheating. Uh, that's on Front Street right at the beginning of the movie um, and she even says I'm a slut I look like a slut uh, and the reason that I think that is uh, the character that she's creating is because her voiceover does not have the same voice as the character in the voiceover where she's narrating she's like yes I look slutty and I'm doing this and blah 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 and then in the character she's like yeah I look slutty and here's my mm, duck lips <laughs> Yep. Yeah, yeah. So if I go watch another movie with that actress in and she's doing the same, mm, this is me and I'm hot and I look weird. Okay, it's just her and it's a bad acting. If I go watch a movie with her and she's not doing that remotely at all, she <laughs> was trying to create a character here. And okay. in that instance, I fully approve. If that was everything she was doing to create this Nurse character, job well done. You know what I mean. Like, I, but I can't make that judgment till I see her in something else. Yeah. <laughs> is she just being a bad actress, or is she really creating something uh, creative and different and weird? At any rate, so I a- still very much enjoyed the movie. Oh, uh, good. Yeah. Good. Even if the end's a little predictable, and uh, as it goes it along, is. kind of predictable. But uh, you said it. Uh, uh, Chuck full of nudity. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was nudity in it. Yes, uh, maybe a little harder R than uh, most movies that have some nudity in it. But I didn't th- feel it was like
1: gratuitous. Just
0: and... yeah, gratuitous all the way through. There were just a few. There were a few scenes where she's like, "I'm making breakfast, and I have no panties I'm on." I'm Yes. <laughs> here's my, here's this, and here's this, and here's this, and woo, and my duck lips. <laughs> That was the other thing. Whenever somebody else was on screen or uh, she was sharing the scene with somebody, permanent duck lips. Yeah. <laughs> and she still was odd looking. Anyway. Yep. Um, I'll let you
1: do one then we're we're going to have an argument and we'll wrap this whole thing up.
0: Ah! How about that?
1: <laughs> okay. I'm going to hit on a um, movie that I just watched and I, I let you know about this movie. Uh, the movie is called The Nightmare. Yes. And it's a documentary slash... Well, it's a documentary, but it's, it's almost a reenactment type thing to where the, what you're seeing on screen is a reenactment of what these people are experiencing. So it's kind of documentary kind of movie, I guess. Um, uh, this is one of... Barnard, this is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Uh, it is truly terrifying. And it's a movie about people that have... Uh, that suffer from sleep phobias... Uh, and what's the word? Sleep.
0: Um, paralysis?
1: You, sleep paralysis, yes. And so uh, the director also made Room 237 based on Steven, or based on uh, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. So this is kind of ambiguous as far as like what's really going on. It's basically just there's no real answer. It's here's a group of people. Here's kind of what they've been going through. And here's we're seeing what they, you know, kind of what they see. We don't really have an answer. Is this demonic possession? Is this aliens? Is this a disease? Is this, you know, psychological? Yeah. Whatever. Which makes... I love that. I love the fact that it is it is ambiguous and up in the air. It is so ungodly scary um, because these people, as they start to explain, okay, so I'm laying there and I'm just starting to fall asleep and then all of a sudden, and then boom, we cut into this short film kind of thing. Yeah, there's an old uh,
0: woman, there's an alien, they're trying to get me, and I I I can't move. I'm frozen.
1: Yeah, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. It is, it's so creepy. Um, Well, we were chatting about this this week
0: a little bit. uh, Well, the other day you you mentioned it, uh, because I'd never heard of this movie. And uh, I'm on the road all day. I listen to morning radio. You saw a clip today uh, of some of the radio shows I listen to. And they were talking about uh, this exact thing, not this movie, but uh, Sleep Paralysis, uh, like a week or two ago. And they Mm -hmm. had a whole bunch of callers calling in. The guy guy was saying that, I have this recurring dream, I'm laying in bed, I can't move, there's this old lady in my room, like a creepy horror movie, she stands up, she's coming towards me, and I know it's a dream, and I can't move, and I'm not kidding you, this is a Cleveland-based show, and within ten minutes he had 10 people call in that say, I have the exact same dream. Oh, so that, when yeah, you mentioned it to me... It freaks I was, me out. <laughs> yeah, I know, but when you mentioned it to me, I was like, oh, it was an old lady, and she's coming towards him, and you're like, yeah? Apparently this is a common thing, which really leads into alien, religious... What what the oh, hell yeah. is going on? And, and they
1: cover that. They cover, yeah. uh, in fact, um I don't want to give too much away, but... One of the one of the ladies on this actually brings up Christianity and how Jesus figured into her story, and it's it's amazing. It's it's really fascinating. Yeah. And then how other people bring in science and how other people, you know, alien abduction type stuff. But it is when it was done. Um. I I was in the dark here. I was sitting in the dark, and I'm like, I am truly terrified. And I'm like, I don't get like this often. And The Exorcist made me feel like that. It is a handful of movies to where I'm like, I am genuinely terrified. I want to get out of the dark right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, like uh, Stephen and Ty were talking about on this last episode of Cinema Sidekicks, uh, <clears throat> did the movie do its job?
1: Were you scared? Was it meant to make you scared? Oh, yes. Oh Success. My, yes. <laughs> uh, and that, this is one where, uh, if you are going to watch it, um, if you're gonna watch it during the day, don't watch it. It it it, it is such an experience to watch. <laughs> no, it at that's night. your
0: experience. I will watch it during the day and f- go ah, to sleep at night. Thank you. <laughs> oh, because it creeped me the hell out. Wow. Oh. Well, it could creep me the hell out during the daytime. I'm okay with that. That's the only way oh. I can
1: swallow that stuff. Oh, it was. It was. Uh, and, and I think the fact that it was dealing with something that is real like that these people truly are experiencing something um that's what made it all the scarier it wasn't yeah, well, just the, qu- the question
0: i mean i haven't seen it obviously but the question is are they all uh suffering uh mass delusion or uh is it just all playing on our worst fears that have been perpetuated by media like movies where they're like yeah. It a- could be
1: aliens it, and exorcism and blah blah yeah. blah. Now I will say this: that um, a couple of the people actually say that they started experiencing this when they were uh, very, very, very young. Like one of them said, three years old. They started and they've their whole life they've experienced this. So it's just I, and it's like: is it is it aliens? Is it demonic entities? Is it just a neurological thing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's great discussion topic. It's yeah. it's it
0: was good very good I look forward to watching it I'm sure I will watch it at some point uh okay we're gonna wrap up this episode the way that we began it by being offended by people who don't tell us about good movies or movies we should avoid uh, a couple of weeks ago, I threw onto the roulette, a movie, and I was real excited because I was like, Netflix just added this. Maybe this is a thing. Maybe I actually found a horror movie Eugene hasn't seen, and maybe it's actually a gem. And so I was like, oh. hey, ha- there's this movie. And you're like, yeah, I own the Blu-ray. And I'm like, okay, you own the Blu-ray, so it must be worth checking out. And you said, yeah, you should definitely check that movie out. I'm lost. (laughs) Well, I watched it today, and about within the first 10 minutes, I actually, I I typed a text to you, and I was like a little irritated. There's no way this movie's going to hold up. And then I just deleted it. I didn't even send it. About halfway through, I'm going, why in the bowels of Hades did he not tell me about this movie? And I'm like, it must have a real shaky ending. And then I finished it up, and I'm, was genuinely freaking pissed off because the very best werewolf movie to come out since dog soldiers late phases phases. night of the lone (laughs) wolf how in the hell did you never tell me about this movie i had to wait for it to come on netflix and then i had to wait for me to recommend it to you on a roulette and yet you still never... Uh, I own the Blu-ray. I'm a, eh, Whatever. Eh. Like, I, I'm not kidding. This is the best werewolf movie since Dog Soldiers. And that's saying something. It's right up there with... I loved this movie. The the werewolves kicked ass. I love the story. The main uh, old guy, blind... The maybe blind guy maybe and I'm crusty bi- old... Maybe I'm a little biased because I'm listening to uh, the audiobook of... Eleven, twenty-two, sixty-three, and it's a lot of fifties, and he encapsulates encapsula- all of that. Uh, yeah. Those characters. I, I'm not kidding. I, I was irritated <laughs> with you by the time I was done. I was like, "You son of a!" Of, of all the freaking crap that you recommend, and all the crap that you tell me to watch, and I'm like, "Eh," and, then, and here's this total gem, and you're like, "Eh." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I watched. It, I bought it on Blu-ray. It, you owned, it, you I, I, it on Blu-ray.
0: I haven't even thought to mention it.
1: Yeah, on our show, on this show, or my on my own show. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. And I really liked it. I just like like okay, that was something. Oh, you <laughs> bastard! Well, no, you did know that the the effects on that movie, like the the transformation, that was all practical effects. You could tell like,
0: there was no debating yeah. that one. You could tell yeah. there was a, some CGI blood here and there, uh, but other than that, it was all practical. And yeah. I loved it.
1: Oh, did I love oh, it. Oh, oh that's great. Because oh, I, I was expecting you to say, like, oh, I finally watched Cannibal Ferox*, and that was terrible. And I'm like, no!
0: No, oh, no, no. We, we've got plenty of that. I'm sure that if I actually watched that movie all the way through, I might say that. But... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I was, seriously. I, I watched it this afternoon. And by the time it was wrapped up, I was like, oh, it's kind of weird. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, I'm going... I mean that was huh. really good, and then an hour later, I'm going, I'm, "Son of a bitch!" I'm
1: really <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, uh, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> yeah, that's just one that probably just fell through the cracks as far as
0: I, we watch. Biz- we watch too many movies. Ty can't, can't get his shit together to watch Animal House in six weeks, but we yeah. watch so many movies we can't even recommend them in yeah. time.
1: uh,
0: Kickboxer 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 Kickboxer uh, versus Leprechaun I vote on Leprechaun to beat Sasha Mitchell That's going to wrap it up for this episode uh, (laughs) As it very much needs to be wrapped up As always, you can get a hold of us at MovieFreaksPod at Yahoo.com Please let us know if there's stuff that you like Topics you like topics you don't we would love to hear a little bit more uh, listener feedback about the segments that you want to hear more of and the ones that you want to hear less of uh, You please visit our friends Cinema Sidekicks and Cinema Soft Underbelly both on iTunes anything else you'd like to add that's it okay we'll see you next time see ya bye thanks for listening